0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are
1: hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host. Karen. And we are live on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The return. I don't know who After wants After a
0: long-ass break, somebody want Y'all, they actually
1: voted and they voted that they wanted it back. I don't know why y'all want this. I don't know. Who wants this? I don't know who is listening. How many people gonna listen to this? I'm assuming it's six of us. I assume it's Come twelve on. of us. You know, I feel like, you know, we are the survivors at this point. Yes, we
0: are. We um, are the walking dead.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but um, as you can tell from either the title or the description, um it's 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 time, niggas. Okay. Mm-hmm. We you 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 schemed and you plotted. <laughs> right and you cried gave and you, us gifts and shit and we was like you know what okay you blackmailed us You passive aggressive Sent us gifts like we got uh we got a picture over here that that that's framed of a mm-hmm. fake news article about the breakout for the walking dead um <laughs> so i mean shit i guess we just have to give y'all you know all the credit yeah, uh, the people what they want. the return of walking dead wednesday is it's upon him. us
0: it's here so for those of y'all that stop come on back
1: now i'm just gonna assume that um there's gonna be like 12 downloads for this
0: Oh, all, all eight of the people in the chat going to be the all eight of the downloads.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming uh I mean Karen's getting her life to this. I'm assuming that <laughs> <laughs> cuz it's funny to me. I don't care. Uh I'm assuming that, you know, because it's not just that we're reviewing a show that you know started getting less and less, you know, viewers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh but we're also one of the only shows that like is recapping it i I mean these episodes came out it a year ago (laughs) this episode we got busy y'all this episode is from october 2nd 2022 which is literally a little less than a year ago we're only a couple weeks away from this being a year old this recap uh but uh honestly once i started watching i just remember how much i still love it same um we won't be able to have like youtube clips and stuff uh this time because uh the youtube clips also are kind of spoilery when i go look for them and right. we're so far behind that if i search for the youtube clips i'm afraid every, i'm gonna every, get spoiled
0: yeah everything could pop up me
1: and care have managed somehow to stay unspoiled
0: Mm-mm, i don't know shit i don't know
1: how the fuck we did it but we did it you know and so you know i'm actually very excited to see how the show ends with these last eight episodes Mm -hmm. um but i have a bit of a time constraint today uh because i have some other shit to do and we basically have like an hour to do this so you know without further delay let's go ahead and get into it this episode is episode 17 of the final season season 11 it's called lockdown it's directed by greg nicotero um written by Julia Richmond. Uh Karen, what you? let's start the way we always start. What'd you think of this episode in general?
0: This episode was uh, good. Um I enjoyed it a lot. It was it was moving because it's moving. It has been it has moved in the past, but now it's actually okay. Let's everybody's kind of settled in, everybody's you know adjusted. Now they was like, "Okay, let's get shit to rolling."
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think it was uh, good. I think it just hit the stride. I still I I loved everything about like uh, the action looked amazing. Um, And we got, you know, some prominent features of uh, like characters that we really enjoy. So that was cool, too. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I also was head over heels for this episode, uh, mostly because it moved fast. It was only an hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, a lot of times when they do these returns, like, oh, we're back from a break. It's like an hour It'd and a half. It'd be a long-ass thing. 90 and minutes, yes. Yeah, I like that. Uh, it was just like, nah, we're, we're not doing that. that. <laughs> we mm-hmm. don't we don't need all that. We And we don't um so all right let's start with the recap i broke it into two groups even though i could have gone a little further in my breakdown i just broke it down into two different groups okay Okay. the first group is the people fighting hornsby outside the the fence outside Mm -hmm. you know out in the community uh this is like negan and maggie and daryl like all the people that used to hate each other working together and then I have the Commonwealth where a bunch of action went down with a bunch of different groups. I'll try to keep it as straight as possible, but they interacted with each other so much. Correct. I had to put a all big block t- yeah, of tech. All
0: together. Yeah.
1: So I think we'll start with the Hornsby group first, and right. then get into the inner workings of the of the Commonwealth because Commonwealth was off the hook this
0: week. <laughs> That's where all the action took place. Yeah, it was, it all was the, a lot of the drama.
1: Uh so Hornsby Group the people fighting Hornsby. Mm-hmm. Uh we start this episode with what I assume to be is maybe Judith in the future or somebody like narrating about today or something. I don't even know who this voice was but it's like Mm-mm. a woman's voice being like you know with a montage of everything that's all the villains from season one till now of the walking dead where you're seeing the governor and you're seeing um the whisperers and all these people Mm -hmm. and the heroes you know rick and all them surviving them and all that shit and it kind of ends this montage with that was a long time ago and it's now Will it be tomorrow? Like, will we ever get to live in like a civilized society again, or is it always going to be us fighting these horrible villains to the death? Right. And and trying not to become villains ourselves, you know. And they're showing like Shane giving into the darkness and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So the montage ends with Daryl and Maggie killing a bunch of walkers in, in an abandoned building, while Hornsby is outside with a uh, just unlimited trooper code. Yes like i don't know <laughs> this they, they was like how many how many uh, troops you need uh, right you got them right like he just had buy one trooper get one all, half off all, yes he did sale or something because it's just so many fucking he, he copy paste copy paste and you know they all ain't shit because all of them are dressed in that like white plastic uh, stormtrooper armor they all look like stormtroopers y'all for real and you know when there's a lot of you dressed the same you can't fight for shit no, just, that's just can't the rules. fight, can't shoot. That's just the rules of TV. If they're not showing your face, you can't fight for shit. You are expendable as fuck. Uh, you know, it doesn't make sense if you think about it because our heroes are almost never armored up. They're just wearing regular normal people clothes that look good on camera and help them look like movie stars. And then the other people are dressed in battle armor and they're getting taken out left and right.
0: Yes, they are. I you love know? it.
1: You can give a stormtrooper a concussion with a rock, but... <laughs> You, know, I guess you, you, shoot, you shoot luke skywalker straight through the chest with a with a blaster and he's he gonna, he gonna live you know so anyway these motherfuckers is outside and hornsby is of course directing everybody with his uh better call saw looking ass he, like, do- he doesn't like that dude don't he yeah he got that like off brand and he got that cut on his cheek uh from like how he got hurt last, like the last episode and he's like giving his speech like he's uh in the fugitive you know i'll search every window doorway stairway Go hallway <laughs> outhouse in-house house music ah! uh i want them dead or alive Wee's playhouse search it all <laughs> and then daryl and maggie look out the window and see him doing this and they like uh she's like man how many troops he got And daryl like it don't matter we're gonna take them out one by one and you know what i believed him me too because he's daryl Dixon and she's Maggie and they right. can do it
0: and we, and we done seen them get through some situations.
1: Yeah, I think at this point our troops, our people, our Benetton ad, our diversity and Come inclusion, on! diversity equity With inclusion. I ne-
0: uh, Neapolitan
1: uh, Neapolitan ice cream group. Yeah, <laughs> like the diversity equity and inclusion group is the di- yes! they are that girl. So. It I like I didn't know how they were gonna do this episode, but I was like, I can see them spending an hour just carefully picking each one off like it's the fucking like Rambo in the jungle, and then at the end it's just them and, and fucking Hornsby, but I, I didn't know. <laughs> so then they hear some commotion, they go by the door, you know, hide in their position, ready to ambush whoever comes in. But it turns out it's Glenn, Aaron, Negan, and Negan's wife, Annie, that uh black woman. Mm-hmm because you know he like him a black wife yes okay this is canon he likes shea butter this is canon okay you see Mm -hmm. apparently he went black when he had that harem he never went back never um so they let maggie know that herschel the baby is with elijah and and the baby is safe basically just a way to keep you know the kid off the screen Mm -hmm. and keep in mind Herschel had been questioned by Hornsby at one point, and so we know Hornsby is not above using these kids to get to these people. Correct. Uh, Negan and Annie say that, "Hey, we here to help kill Hornsby." Gabe says, "Yeah, I hear what y'all saying, but we need to get our people out of the Commonwealth before we try to take down Hornsby because." he can basically radio back to commonwealth at any time
0: and all, he'll ambush go our loose.
1: people you know because you still got like carol ezekiel rosita jerry the kids mm-hmm. uh Matt, yumiko magna like every like uh maybe even princess is still in there like all yeah, she
0: gotta be yeah i think like she all is. these
1: people are still in there and so we start attacking you know going head-to-head with Hornsby he gets on the radio tells everybody his agents and all his shit back in the his spies back in the Commonwealth hey go kill these people take them hostage you know and they'll have no defense against that so while they arguing over what they should do like we should just kill them now no we should make sure he can't radio back uh Daryl comes over with a plan he says look we can do both okay Negan annie they don't know what y'all look like
0: Mm -mm, but they know what we look like
1: so we can't go back because you know he can just easily narc on us and that will get caught but we can send negan back um or we can send y'all back and negan says i'll go by myself annie wants to go with him he says baby you know you you carrying a gut full of me okay
0: you're not gonna be able to make this trip. i can't i can't Sorry. let my
1: black wife uh die for me okay i can't
0: let my beautiful chocolate baby mm-hmm. okay
1: i'm now i'm negan I'm, I'm 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 gonna be all right but but i need you to stay here and so um he and he looked her all in the face like you know all up in the eyes too like it was serious i ain't never gonna forget about you you know no, and my chocolate gumdrop he asked daryl what is the play and uh, you know um, they—that's basically how they end that scene, because you know they do that thing where they're not gonna tell us what Daryl told them, but they're clearly coming up with a plan Come to on send to send Negan back, right? Um, <laughs> uh, and his ebony wife is gonna stay with the rest of. Them. Come on, Ebony. So. Uh, <laughs> She divesting, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, hey, this is a good white man. I know he might have tor- tortured and killed y'all and had a harem, but he a good white man. He a provider. I know that much. Come on. He do be providing, and I stay in all the hair care products. My hair is glorious in the z Come on. How many of y'all can say the same? Come on. I stand for Vanilla King. Okay. He'll run up in a, a Sally's for your girl. Come on. And know the products that I'm asking for, too. Some uh, Some Commonwealth fighter, I mean, soldiers... <laughs> end up t- trying to take out a group of zombies. They get killed by one of, one of them gets killed by the zombies, despite having superior firepower, armor, and the an element of surprise. I, uh,
0: oh, they took him out. They was like lush Who Who ordered the door dash? It's
1: so wild. <laughs> it's so wild considering how organized the troopers of the Commonwealth looked not too long ago. And now we're at a point where it's just like, like they can get killed just by fucking around and be like oops i slipped and then zombies just eat them up all that armor for nothing just big yeah. for nothing
0: and i and i wonder maybe it's just me i wonder if it has a lot to do with um uh what is it B, uh wimps what's his name uh bimsy uh hornsby hornsby bimsy
1: hornsby we're rusty karen hasn't we haven't watched it in a yeah long time. i'm
0: sorry hornsby um it might show that he's been killing so many people that they kind of got to the bottom of the barrel of, like, the, the trainees. Mm. That might be one reason why they... I mean, because, you know... Well, he,
1: has he been killing the the, the troopers? Not I him, thought... but he'd be, like, sending them off
0: on shit. Because oh. remember,
1: he'd been trying to... I he, mean... He done I, done a lot of shit. That's a valid point. I don't know if they've thought about it as deeply as you're uh, saying. Okay. I think it's just uh, when you have 75 people in white armor... True. You're going to kill 30 of them just because these are people that exist to be killed. They're they're not main characters. They add to some cool deaths on the show. Mm-hmm. And don't nobody give a fuck about them. So it's not mm-hmm. like, but it is funny considering when we first met them, it was like, oh, these motherfuckers got soldiers. Like, damn, organized. And now it's just like, oh, no, I untied my shoe. Ah! Zombie <laughs> ate me. It's like, damn. <laughs> what happened to y'all? What happened? Y'all you used know, to be beautiful. Off. Uh So, yeah, uh, while this has happened, Negan pulls a whisperer move but he this is what's funny too it's been so long the show is like not bothering with certain type of details so he ain't put all that shit on to smell like a zombie and and walk he came around that corner with a zombie mask on walking casual as fuck like you might as well have been whistling and (laughs) while the one soldier was looking at the other one die he he stabbed he shanks that one to death the the soldier that was looking on mm-hmm. he takes their radio and their gun tosses it over to a van that daryl's hiding in daryl picks up the gun in the walkie-talkie um and then negan steals the trooper's car and starts driving towards the
0: commonwealth
1: mm-hmm. uh but yeah, th- and this this is just another moment where I'm like, th- this is why our group is the coldest motherfuckers in this epoch. Come on, ain't they though? The way they just efficiently just dispatch with these two dudes, stole their shit, and now they're ready to distract Hornsby and all this stuff. He was like, let's go. Uh, Hornsby is now aware, because we kind of skipped for it a little bit. Hornsby is aware that one of the soldiers' cars is missing because they didn't check in. Right. and he's like okay we gotta warn the commonwealth because they probably had him back and we need to let them know that these motherfuckers can't be trusted
0: yeah before they get there
1: right so the radio can't get a signal the only thing he's able to get out before losing signal is just the name daryl dixon but that's it just like dixon daryl dixon and it cuts out he's like radio guy go off and get me a better signal <laughs> And you know how they do with the the radio, convenient
0: convenient radioing.
1: Yeah, obviously Korean walkie-talkie, convenient radio for the plot. But also, the radio guy's like, sure, I'll run off by myself in the middle of this zone where all these people are looking to kill us. Doing the most important job. I'll do it solo. I got you, boss. So just as the guy runs off, Daryl starts bucking at the soldiers from that van, and he wings Hornsby. In the shoulder. Yeah, but not like enough to like really stop him from doing anything. Yeah, it might as well have been a rubber bullet. he be like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he just bounced back. On the radio, on the walkie-talkie, Daryl that Daryl was tossed by by Negan. Negan. Mm-hmm. He hears them say, like, hey, we found Negan. Well, we found the car stolen car. Somebody's in it. We about to track them down. So then they go to flank Daryl, Hornsby and his crew, but by the time they get there, Daryl's ninja this way out of there. He's gone. Mm-hmm. And when they look up, Daryl stole their car because he's Daryl fucking Dixon. Right. And he can do ninja shit. <laughs> he stole their car. He tries to run over Hornsby, but can't. Hornsby ducks out the way.
0: Yeah, that's, he got plot out. I was like, yeah, he probably wouldn't normally hit him.
1: Hmm. Um. And so then um Negan is getting in the car chase with the soldiers that are after him they bucking from the it's like some fast and furious shit shout out to the special effects and the action budget mm-hmm. it's been spectacular this uh this last season or so And so it looks like really good. It's in broad daylight, and they're just shooting up the car, and he's fucking riding, trying to get away. Daryl sideswipes the people. Right. Negan, they see me rolling. They're heading. I see going down the road. Trying to catch me riding dirty. I could be riding dirty. So, uh, yeah, the budget was budgeting. It was. Daryl hits that car. Negan escapes. The... Radio guy later, and Daryl like sees him drive off and knows Negan's gonna get away. Cool, Correct. he's going back to the Commonwealth. Later, the radio guy finally gets isolated by himself and <laughs> gets a signal, sets everything yes. up. He he out there like
0: a like a old school uh, cell phone with an antenna. He was like, "Can you hear me now? Can can can, can right. you hear me now? Wait a minute, do I need to go up high? Can you hear me now?"
1: And so he finally got the five G, and he's like, "All right." Uh, and you can tell it's such a TV thing because he stars like, you know, CW actual, uh, you know, Charlie, Charlie Washington, actual, come in. Charlie, Charlie Washington. Shout out to 0928. And then, you know, it's like, and all that shit. Then it's like, okay, I got a signal. And they're like, we hear you coming in loud and clear, Bravo. Give us a, a situation update. And he's like, okay, listen, something real important I got to tell y'all right now. Okay, so Daryl Dixon and then before he can get it out a uh, hubcap gets thrown in his direction and distracts him and he's like let me stop my very important it's so message Call. he was <laughs> like uh, i'm gonna put y'all on hold y'all don't mind being on hold do you i can relay the rest of this message in a second and so annie steps out he points a gun at her because she's a black woman and he's a cop and he can't help himself <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh it's involuntary at this point point. Ah! and uh right when he does that maggie steps from behind stabs him and then destroys the radio but unfortunately daryl's name did make it back to the commonwealth even though he wasn't able to finish the message so they just know it has something to do with daryl
0: right they don't know what the message is
1: later we see uh even though, like I said, some of these details i think it's just kind of funny because maggie and annie were together at this point but later we see Daryl and Maggie together without Annie. They duck down an alleyway to avoid some troops. Maggie takes the time to say she's sorry that Daryl had to betray Leah and kill Leah to protect her right. and to protect Maggie. Daryl says Glenn would have wanted him to protect her you know so don't say you're sorry don't Mm -hmm. say you try to
0: give a chance and she said nope he was like okay
1: yeah he's like it's not don't even worry about that we we family Mm -hmm. so then Aaron gave and Annie joined them so once again we didn't really see when Annie's split off i think these are little details that don't take me completely out but it's just things i notice where i'm like oh okay
0: yeah and a lot of that not your fault they just sped it up they was like nobody gives a fuck like we could have took yeah. a few extra seconds but to i just show you, but i why? noticed
1: because i pay attention and write the notes and watch it twice right like, i care but yeah it's little things i notice like like that where i'm like hmm interesting situation so then they're surround so basically they find out they're surrounded Any and them are like you know, they must, so they must have just cut this scene, but they must have split up and said, Aaron, Gabe, Annie, y'all go look for a way yeah. out. Me and Maggie look for a way out. Yeah,
0: we just didn't see that conversation. Yeah, they nature. kind of
1: cut it for time. They come back together and they're like, look, ain't no way out. They behind us, they behind y'all. Annie says, what if we just go down into the sewer?
0: Yeah, what if they don't see us? Because they was like, if we try to go out on the streets, we're going to be
1: seen. So they go down into the sewer and it's a huge, sewer tunnel that is only uh exist in Hollywood.
0: Yes, that was a clean. I lo- I was like the sewer does not look this fucking clean.
1: Like Never the, seen nin- the sewer is clean. Not just clean. I I'm, I'm not just talking about the cleanliness of it. It was huge. Like yeah. 30 people could fit in that sewer. Like and I'm not exaggerating. Later on we would see 30 people pointing guns at each other <laughs> in, in that big sewer. ass sewer. It looked like the Ninja Turtles lair in the <laughs> it sewer. Did, did, did. So uh any anyway, um, in the huge sewer tunnels, Maggie asks if Annie is okay because Annie, of course, is worried about Negan. She's pregnant. Of course, this also shows how far we've come because, but all the shit that Negan and Maggie went through where it was trying to kill each other and all this shit, and she's they now care about each other's families and stuff. And mm-hmm. we know they got a spinoff show coming, uh, Dead City, where they're gonna supposed to be working together. So, anyway, uh, but I'm mostly just happy they never tried to give them like a romance thing Agreed. because i thought the while the chemistry and the, them trusting each other was important and cool it just I, it would have been too much for me for that to be romantic and i know some people were trying to like hint towards them shipping them and shit and i just thought that was completely ridiculous a uh, same so uh but yeah she checks on annie annie says she's okay they just need to hurry up and then uh they kill some walkers and then daryl realizes wait we're worried about trying to get up and escape why don't we make a trap and have the troops come down here right so they start glenn gabe shoots a gun up uh, up into the (laughs) which up into the ceiling of the sewer which seems dangerous (laughs) right But he shoots the gun. I'm like, you ain't afraid of hitting the metal? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm confused and don't know how the shit works. He shoots the gun. It draws the troopers down to him. The troopers come into the sewers. They get ambushed because Daryl and them set up some walkers as bait. They cut, like, the Achilles tendon like it's Aaron Rodgers on Monday Night Football. Oh, no! And then they, and then they take Hornsby hostage, but the troopers still have their guns. Everybody's pointing guns at each other like it's fucking... Uh, trapped in the closet chapter 39 yes and it's just it's just ridiculous and then it it ends with the camera zooming in on Hornsby's face and he's actually smiling so we don't know if like if he just feels like he's still in control of the situation if that's a false smile of confidence because Daryl's got a knife to his throat Mm -hmm. but everyone's got guns to each other so who knows where we're gonna start with that next season next episode right the commonwealth we go back to the commonwealth now i think last time we were in the commonwealth connie uh -hmm. had done a, a sister a investigative report and leaked it to say a whole bunch of people were missing and they think that sebastian got something to do with it they know that Sebastian, because he sent Rosita and Daryl, they know Sebastian has sent people into like a house to get money because his mom cut them off. Mm-hmm. And of course the Commonwealth still has money. So he, his mom cut him off from 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 her, you know, her, her, money. her money. So he
0: would do these things to get money. And a lot of times he send them people out there and they would die. He wouldn't even think twice about them people dying.
1: Yeah, and also some of the troopers that work for mercer the, the 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 big black man mm-hmm. the big fine black man he uh he killed a couple of troopers when when he found out they were in on it yes um, they he was he killed him the in grift. front of rosita and she saw it mm-hmm. um so he has that secret because he was so pissed at them so he has that secret that it that that only she knows right and so they deduced from all this that oh what must have happened to all these missing people sebastian must be the reason that these people are missing if i remember correctly mm-hmm. so now that everyone knows this and people are have missing loved ones they're all down at town hall and they are protesting child they like all lives matter all lives matter the fuck is this uh, no, I would not say all lives matter. That's the wrong side of this one. Uh, <laughs> they're more like we want justice deliver, Sebastian, now these are good protesters. These all lives oh, yes. matter are yeah. counter protesters. Uh, okay yeah they the bad guys I, these are the I, good guys we rooting for these people
0: i understand mm-hmm. but because it was like a a, a a mixture so many mixture of people mm-hmm. this was like a true like if if people would really talk about all lives matter this is really would be what it looked like so that i'm sorry i
1: didn't explain my the joke no well, problem no problem I'm sorry, right. but, but like because you know the people's upset and i don't blame them i'd have been bad i'm just too. i just would never give the I, I i care for these people so i would never i do too put them in the all lives matter category just because i hate those people so yes
0: in reality no
1: yeah so and it's fiction to reality a different story they were down there like give us sebastian we just want let look come outside sebastian we not gonna jump you we just want (laughs) to talk
0: (laughs) and they they was out there like lock him up lock him up
1: right so meanwhile yumiko who has, because she was a lawyer in the past, mm-hmm. has moved herself up into the halls of power. She's inside with Pamela Milton, the governor. Um, and She done went
0: rolling up that corporate ladder, didn't she?
1: Yeah, in a power suit, looking out the window. Come on! And she sees In Con- her kit heels. She sees Connie down there and uh, eventually Kelly and a bunch of people. And she sees they're with the protesters. Mm-hmm um so you know those are her friends and also she knows Connie is the person that leaked the report um so then Pamela Milton gets on the intercom and just in a weak half-assed way is just like Hey, y'all, uh, it's Governor Pamela Milton. It's your girl. Don't believe what y'all heard about my son right now. They just be trying to red pill y'all. Y'all know my son. I I know my son. My son wouldn't do that, okay? Yeah, she giving a PA announcement. They was like, boo, boo. Also, uh, today is Taco Tuesday in the cafeteria, <laughs> so don't forget. Mm-hmm. They was like, boo. Um, but no one's trying to listen to her. Mm-hmm. She's saying it's all lies. There's, you know, we don't And at this point, the crowd probably thinks she's either covering up for him and on it or just doesn't know what the hell she's talking about because no one believes her. She's not swaying anyone.
0: No, she's not. She hasn't built the trust. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, dog,
1: like, your family's kind of shady. Well, because of the system that they built in the Commonwealth being a class system, (laughs) And them being the upper class, there's a lot of people that have it better than they did outside the walls, but don't have it good. And if you're talking about my loved one being missing, it wouldn't matter how safe, quote unquote, this place is. People I love are missing, and your son might have had something to do with it. I'm willing to give up the ice cream to find my fucking son. That's, Ain't that the, the truth? Like, there's some shit people look the other way. Like, if you, if you know, if it's someone else's family or somebody, but there's some of these people that are like, nah, fuck that. So right uh in the crowd kelly asked connie in sign language is this is this what we wanted and connie's like this is what change looks like people still missing they're somewhere we not finna let off they nexus and you know this I, is
0: what change looks like like yes you're gonna have people protest people gonna be angry when you put this information out there people have the right to interpret it how they want to
1: honey's with the smoke and we know that she has a stubborn determination of a survivor because she survived that whole season out there by herself
0: yes she did
1: and she did not miss a step when she came back Mm -mm. she's like listen i know what it's like to be missing and how it drives people crazy now kelly done like i done got my sister back why we care about these missing people she's like no fuck that right magna looks on kind of concerned um with her arms folded, because Magna never trusted this system. She never trusted the from the beginning. She had. She immediately was like kind of lined up with the revolution. She immediately was in the working class people. So you know, I think she always was like, "This place is some bullshit, and the bitch is gonna come down." Which is kind of the theme of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Every society breaks down. Yes, sir. Zeke is up there uh, with his newly healed surgery, <laughs> yelling, you know, like you know. Uh, hell no we won't go we won't justice <laughs> deliver sebastian and then he comes over to him um and they start discussing should they leave or should they stay rosita right. walks over as well so they're like look we need to get the fuck out of here because this shit about to come down and rosita is remember working in security with mercer now um uh, but she ain't at work right now despite she's at this protest yeah, which she's seems like i'm off like a- the clock which seems like a security risk if you ask me right. it's like the opposite of security <laughs> but um yeah so she's that she's like we can discuss this later we just all need to like get back home and talk about this because they're like we should leave uh i think zeke thinks they should leave but then like rosita connie kelly magna are like we should help these people get free right
0: and also Particularly for Magna. She was like, all I ever did was run. Like, I'm tired of running. We need to stand up for something.
1: Right. Um, so then um Mercer comes over to Rosita. Like for Mercer and his troops come through, but not in like a menacing way, but the presence of troops what during a rally is always menacing. All right. But he comes over. And the reason I make a distinction is because later you will see some menacing troops. Mm-hmm. But he comes over kind of like to see what the fuck is happening. He asks Rosita, what you doing out of uniform? She's like, it's a personal day. And he was like, girl, not today. <laughs> today is not a personal day. I need for you to put your uniform on. She says, Well, this is not my problem. This protest is not my problem and it's not yours either. And he gets radioed um and someone's like, we need you in processing. And he tells Rosita, listen, suit up, and um, I'm going to go to processing, but you need to go ahead and get in your trooper gear. Right. You coming to work today. Um get ready to get on the clock. Right. Uh, inside the governor's office. He was
0: like, op- why are you playing? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Inside the governor's office in the town hall, Pamela Milton is still on the intercom. Now, what's funny is in the scene, you can tell oh, <clears throat> she was supposed to be talking the whole time into that intercom, mm. but with the what we just witnessed on the outside, we heard her. We never really hear her. Mm-mm. So my guess is the people are so mad you just can't fucking hear. It's so hear. loud, right? Like, and it just says something about the cognitive dissonance between the people in power and the people on the street that she's in the intercom being like. My son did not do this; We will get to the bottom of this, and on the outside, they're like, "We want justice, we don't know, we won't go, fuck you you know and and so it's such a disconnect. She's basically wasting her time.
0: Yes, she is honey, and so yeah they're, they're like, eat the rich,
1: right, yeah, uh that's what they should they need a bernie character outside, um, but yeah, so then she um max, oh, beautiful Max comes over and hands milton some uh questions for citizen from citizens for her to answer on the intercom and you know they not ain't nobody listening to that shit matter of fact we kind of cut away from that
0: yeah i was like that you know that's like you going and we actually filter these questions and we're gonna use like the easiest questions and you know it's gonna be unrelated to the shit that's happening
1: i figure yeah i wonder how they source the questions I also feel like yeah there would have been plants almost like a town hall mm-hmm. but um i think what would have been funny is if they would have let us hear a couple questions and they would have had nothing to do with the protest
0: of course they would have had nothing to do with okay the protest. question
1: number one from citizen uh jane m who says will there be tacos this taco tuesday i'm glad you asked jane yes yes we will be having tacos in the cafeteria as long as everyone uh politely calmly leaves right now we'll we'll put extra double meat in the tacos (laughs) but if not no one's getting tacos jane okay let's go to the next question
0: here's a question from john age 12 uh yes uh uh the question is uh uh will we be able to have uh basketballs uh Mm -hmm. now Uh, they're flat uh we're gonna address that uh we're gonna have the troopers go out and get you some pups and uh, we're going to be sure that uh, we pump these balls. He the also asked a
1: follow-up question. What is my favorite color? Oh, my God. John. Red. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Oh, these are so good. These um, are so good. But then. Um, Had an NPR voice. So then, right, that's how she's trying to calm the crowd with the NPR voice. But it's not working Mm -mm. because their loved ones are missing and they think your son did it.
0: Right. They don't care nothing about your soothing
1: jazz voice, ma'am. There's no amount of calm down that's going to fix this. Mm -mm. So at any rate, um, Yumiko and Max talk. Max basically says, I'm still down for this. Because Yumiko's like, do you think Milton knows where her son is hiding? Max's like, probably not. Sebastian's scared of his mama more than anybody else. And I still want to keep going with the plot to bring the Commonwealth down. Mm -hmm. And Yumiko says, then we're going to keep going. Uh, We cut the processing. Mercer is in there because the person that needs to be processed is Negan. Mm -hmm. And he called for Mercer by name and said his friend April gave him Mercer's name. Now I can't remember the significance of April. I feel like April was like his his, his
0: sister, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I that. thought
1: Maxine is his sister, right?
0: Who is April then?
1: Um, I I I I don't remember. Um, so yeah, I I don't remember her like thing, and I'm scared to Google April, right? Cause because it, it's gonna tell yeah, me who knows you what's know, gonna pop up yeah it's just gonna be like you know um april is somebody else yeah it's just gonna be like she got killed i'm gonna be like fuck uh so i'll just april somebody that means something to him Mm because i forgot who she is but april um said but mercy's like yeah april april sent me or some shit okay
0: they said she was the lady who died getting the money
1: oh okay all right so she's one of the people that okay cool cool Mm -hmm. cool so then only people that live in the commonwealth would know Mercer would know about that. Correct. So he's like okay so who sent you and uh, Negan basically says um, uh, he deduces from the question because Mercer's like what you know what happened to April and he's like well I know if you are asking like that it can't be good and Negan is like I ran into your boy with the with the suit you know better call Saul. Ha ha ha.
0: Yeah,
1: I did. And Mercer says, Hey, can you go get on some water so all the guards leave the room? Yeah, and they then, was like,
0: You want to leave now? He was like, Yes, now.
1: So then they can talk freely. Mm-hmm. And Mercer was uh, like, What you really want? Negan's like, Listen, Daryl sent me to get my people out of here. And and Mercer's like, you know, um, uh, with the protocols and shit, I can't just let you in here. It's in the middle of a fucking like emergency situation. And Negan's like, if nobody else is playing by the rules why are you? Right. And Nobody else gives a fuck. Why, why are you the only person standing? It makes it's a, it's a fucking, it's a great point. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to Carol's apartment. Very clean. She's cooking pancakes. Mm-hmm. The and baby's she, all there. She
0: with the kids. You know, she the best babysitter ever. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so she's teaching, Uh, she's like watching Judith, RJ and Gracie. Mm-hmm. Uh because those are their kids. She they didn't send them to school today or whatever. So they gotta, you know, they, I don't know if it's in preparation for the plan or what, but she mm-hmm. they know Carol is the ultimate babysitter. She was
0: like, we're gonna treat it like a sick day.
1: So uh Judith is like, hey, um, why you got all these surveillance photos of people that Kelly took just sitting out? And uh, Carol's like, so we can keep an eye on everybody here and get to know the people and who we could trust. Mm-hmm. And you can see they have pictures of people that maybe they suspect are working for Hornsby, stuff like that. Because right. Carol, of course, is always running counter-surveillance. Psh, That's what she, she do. Don't let the fact she's sitting in there in a sweater, cooking pancakes for these kids, make you think she not also scoping out the scene. Right? So, Carol asked uh, um, if... Because, oh, Judas is like, when, when's everybody coming back? And uh, Carol's like, why? You miss Daryl's cooking? And she's like, hell no. She started laughing. Like, hell no. He can't cook. He can't cook nothing but campfire food. You, you got some s'mores up in this bitch? No. <laughs> I like your cooking. And Gracie's like, well, my daddy know how to cook wherever he at. Okay?
0: <laughs> she believe in her daddy. He
1: got to put his foot in it since he can't put his hand oh, in it. Right? It's going to get done. Uh Carol looks outside at the people walking to the protest and then happens to see a couple people walking the other way towards her apartment mm-hmm. and they look like from surveillance must be some of Hornsby's people. She packs all the kids, picks she packs all the pictures up that are surveillance and says, "Hey, we going to play the quiet game."
0: Child, the kids know protocol and child, you know Judith is a G, honey. She like, "Child, y'all you, you ain't got to say nothing but a word."
1: I was surprised she'd be like where my weapon right where my sword so they hide from the agents <clears throat> the agents search the apartment they give up after a little while but not before they see a picture of the kids with daryl rj and uh um, it was on the refrigerator wasn't it yeah rj and judith so one of the agents is like oh they probably at the school let's go check on the school see meaning once again horns these people not above taking your motherfucking kids right Cause what, what? else are they gonna do? If they they're not looking for Carol at that point, they're looking for the kids. If they go to the school and find the kids, and and this is all off of them just hearing the name Daryl Dixon on the broadcast, mm-hmm. like they don't even know what happened. Dude could have been writing in, calling in to be like, Daryl Dixon got hurt. They don't. They're like, nope, something up. So at any rate, um, they go to the school to find the kids in the middle of town square jerry walks up on negan very conveniently uh negan has been let in by mercer negan says uh look i'm here to save y'all asses
0: <laughs> negan, negan negan walked through there like he got an express uh processor for the passport he they was they was like oh we gonna up your charge for free come
1: on through yeah he had tsa pre check. yes he did he he had clear <laughs> so jerry's like yeah i'll take you to carol they go to carol's kid She's packed the kids up for a little adventure. Uh, that's literally what she said. We're going on a little adventure. They all got they like to go packs on and shit. They go bags. everybody
0: got go bags.
1: And Jerry and Negan knock on the door. Negan says, turns out you were right. I should have stayed in that goddamn cabin. Hilarious.
0: yes, that's last time they spoke.
1: Negan reveals that Hornsby will use the kids to draw their people out because he tried it with Herschel and Maggie. He asked Jerry to keep the, uh, I'm sorry, Carol asked Jerry to keep the kids in an attic that's stocked with supplies just because they've been ready for this. Mm-hmm. And she says, tell everybody be ready to move on my signal she switched right into commander mode Mm -hmm. and carol says me and negan we gonna get some insurance for our escape plan uh
0: oh uh mm -hmm. uh to go back to uh when they were uh looking if i'm not mistaken the same thing when they was looking around carol was on the outside of the fire escape
1: yeah she was hanging outside the window with a knife
0: yeah, and uh, one the, uh, the person got close and she had a knife. I was like, "Oh, child, you open up that thing, you don't get fucked up like a G gangster." Yeah,
1: that's a great point. Uh, in the town hall, people confront Pamela Milton about hiding her son, like Drake. Um, and when <laughs> they get riled up, um. Because they see her like coming down the stairs. She got a new dude that's like a black dude that's head of her secret service or something. Mm-hmm, where he come from? And he's not good at it. Like, he's, he's terrible. He's not intimidating. He doesn't have armor. He's wearing like a black suit. Mm-mm. But uh, at any rate, the people get riled up. They're like, yo, son did it. Where my fucking <laughs> loved ones and shit? Lock her up. And Lock she, them up. And Pamela Milton is shrinking in the moment. She can't get control of it. And so Yumiko comes over and calls everyone down with her leadership of speech
0: yes and the thing about yumiko is she kind of related to the people she didn't treat them like other she was like i'm literally one of you and it was one of those things where for uh the milton miss milton for her it was like she was very soft-spoken she didn't know how to really take control and she didn't really know how to relate to the people and you could tell
1: yeah yumiko came down the steps like i have a dream (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, And they was just together. started
1: listening. She was like, we're going to find out what happened. We're going to update you with every step of the process. And it works. Uh, and this was after security had been like, y'all going to get from around here. And everybody was like, nigga, or what? Boo. And then Milton Milton shrank. And then Yumiko calms, calms her down. But after the people leave, Milton comes over to Yumiko and implies, well, I know your little friend, the journalist, wrote that piece probably and so what's up with that basically and what it made me think is i wonder if pamela just felt the writing on the wall could kind of see what's happening Mm -hmm. she is possibly about to lose power It's very tenuous correct and miko yumiko just stepped up right and they listened to her in the middle of this crisis Mm -hmm. and she related to the people in a way that the miltons can't at this point right Uh, So outside, people still mad, though. So they got out the lobby, but outside people's like down with the Miltons and they see um, Pamela like being escorted out by the Secret Service into an armed vehicle where she's driven off. But the whole time I kept thinking like, man, you could tell life is good for these people because they soft as room temperature butter because she was right there y'all could have threw rocks y'all could have did something right but y'all didn't y'all really just was like come on man you know (laughs) me upset give me my son back please um milton gets on a walkie talkie in the armored car and says b14 do it right away as she's driven off in an armored car Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i'll get to what i think b14 is right so magna meets yumiko in a park they sit on the bench. Yuma goes like, "This is really me warning y'all that she knows Milton knows Connie did that shit, mm-hmm. and you was right, Magna. You always thought this was some bullshit, and I'm gonna help get y'all out of here. And of course, Connie's like, I mean, Magna's like, you mean we gonna get out of here? And uh, Yuma goes like, No, I'm gonna stay because I gotta support my brother Tommy." And Magna's like, either we all leave or nobody's leaving. Right. And Yumiko's like, you stubborn. And they used to date. So Magna's like, that's one of the things you liked about me. Um, but assuming Magna's going to go tell Connie. Mm-hmm. Um, over the intercom, you get in the park. You hear as they're sitting there. They get interrupted by an order to lock down. It's mm-hmm. so like, guys, we yeah, we need to lock down. We got emergency water uh, order. There's a herd of walkers five miles outside the city. Um, and it's the head of secret security. He comes out of the town hall with a megaphone, like, "Listen, everybody, go home. Walkers are coming. Street lights. Okay, if you' outside at the street lights, you get in the whooping. We go for your own safety." Child, they was like boo, and I was like, they weren't like boo. They started going home. I mean, yeah, in, in this, initially, these niggas is soft.
0: Okay, yes, initially, yes, they was like, you know what? Yes, yes, let's go home. And I was thinking, hmm. Mm, this sound like they went and herded them walkers so to, just now, so they could force people to go in.
1: There's two things here. One, I like the idea of a community treating walkers like a natural disaster. We've covered this several times throughout the <laughs> yes. Walking Dead. But it's actually really smart. A herd of walkers should be treated like a hurricane. Yes. And, you know, they start putting out the hurricane protections and everything and It's city. like a... But very convenient timing that would fuel conspiracies because as unrest is happening as you're zeroing in on the leadership protecting the 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 one percent essentially that you think has been responsible for all these people going missing all of a sudden convenient herd of walkers and right. we have to convenient be locked hurricane.
0: down right and in the
1: house and shit that's what i think when she said b14 i think b14 isn't code for let's have a lockdown it's hey initiate the plan to let out a group of walkers come towards the city and and then we use that as an excuse to quell the unrest and calm shit down
0: yeah that shit only lasts temporarily and after you kill them i was was gonna start is people gonna be back at it again and
1: because they're missing loved ones there's nothing you might have bought yourself a little bit of time but in general people ready to risk it all for that you know now maybe we'll talk later about about it and i can see maybe it playing out a different way but it depends on if you got the heart to do it and i think this whole town is soft including the security people Mm -hmm. they soft they not really about to do what it would take to really squash this whole thing so anyway um the jerry and the kids uh and this is all like the timing gets kind of weird here we'll i'll get Mm -hmm. into that in a second but jerry and the kids are chased by Hornsby's secret agents that came to the apartment, but they get some people to run interference for them to stop the people from chasing Mm -hmm. them. And they go and hide up a fire escape and the people like, just a near miss. The people don't find them essentially.
0: Right. They chase them like a a RPG player when you're like in a call of duty or something like that. And somebody walks up, get real close Mm -hmm. and then almost resets and then just go back where the hell they came from.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like they glitched out or something. Yes. And the, it, but it was just like a simple way to have them escape. That's really uh-huh. what they needed them to do. Negan and Carol break to the city planning office to find blueprints for the union station because she says, hey, the dude was in the union station, uh, which is their city hall, when the protest broke out, looking for him. Ain't nobody seen him outside. We think he's high. I think he's hiding somewhere here. Blueprints to help us find him. Right. Negan tells her, I got married, I got a wife. He didn't tell her she was black though. Mm-mm. Uh maybe he didn't want to stunt and be like, She also a gorgeous black woman. I know you into the swirl. Okay, you and Zeke. Right. Um maybe we should get get everybody together, go out for dinner, I, I double date. Be extremely progressive white people, but at any rate, uh Carol basically understands that he's worried about his wife. She reassures him that it'll be okay. Jerry oh, I already said Jerry and the kids. Okay, so then Rosita and mercer go on patrol with the rest of the troopers to try to kill the walker herd so they're going outside the wall to stop these walkers right carol and negan find sebastian in a hidden compartment he's sleeping on a the cot they yoke his ass up he reaches for a gun um he's like what do you want and uh when negan like stops him from grabbing the gun he goes do you know who I am and negan goes oh do you know who I am? And I'll just start laughing. <laughs> yes. I was like, Yeah, you don't want to know. Mm-mm. Uh Carol says, Look, I'm taking you to your mama. He's like, nah, fuck that. And she she's like, uh, Negan says, Listen, I'm sorry, no, no, no. Sebastian says, my mom don't care about me. She's like, nigga, that's your mama. Right. She he's like, Commonwealth is her kid. I'm just a prop. And Negan just laughs at this spoiled entitled bullshit. And he's like, Listen, if Carol is giving you a out child you better take it take it she giving you a life raft i don't watch this woman kill so many people she could have just walked in here and killed your ass and been like i found your son and brought your head back <laughs> come on just fucking do what she says. saying child,
0: she take out anybody she take out the kids she take out the adults honey don't fuck around with girl
1: right so then um in town square after the curfew people are mourning they're missing family members with a candlelight vigil. Um, and what I think is interesting about this is that it's definitely nighttime because it's after curfew and they're not supposed to be out later. We will cut to Mercer and Rosita outside the walls and it's daytime. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they're saying it took them all day to get outside the gates and they were actually fighting the zombies the next day, or if they just got the timing messed up in the episode where, these things were happening simultaneously and right. they just kind of forgot that, oh, we filmed this one scene at night and this one scene is happening in broad daylight. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but I just wanted to point it out because something I noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh In town uh, square, like I said, the mourners are there and they say, we're not moving until Sebastian is brought outside. The troops get into battle formation. and The reason I th- think this scene worked for me is that I believe if a convenient herd happened and a lockdown happened when I was protesting for my loved one. I also would be outside still like, man, fuck a curfew, fuck a lockdown, bring this nigga outside. Y'all want us all to be inside so y'all can help him escape or some shit. Right. I'm not taking my eye off of this fucking place. Cause then tomorrow when we come out, y'all going to be like, I don't know what happened. Correct. Um, so, uh, it made sense. Uh, Negan and Carol, See this confrontation happening because the head of Secret Service comes in and is like we got a problem to Mrs. Henderson, whoever that is. You're like we got a situation, and he now has his troops, and they spread out like they ready to fucking like fight, you know. Mm-hmm. So then Negan and Carol try to sneak Sebastian out, but this random dude walking down the street recognizes Sebastian in a hoodie which i love this because this never happens on tv shows it's always like if you wear a hat or a hoodie suddenly you invisible. you're invisible yes like they was and, like no and this dude was like wait a minute that's sebastian that's I, sebastian i and know who this is negan's like don't worry i got it and he tries to stop the dude but then one of the troopers knocks negan down uh hitting him in the back of the head um and uh the head of security secret service dude in all black is like shut up and listen y'all shut the fuck up everybody shuts up because these niggas are soft okay these have these people have had it nice you at a protest someone tell you to shut up you do it that's the opposite of a protest but okay (laughs) they're so quiet they actually hear the zombies outside so now the conspiratorial part of it is like wait there really are zombies outside. Right, like they ain't fucking with us. Right? I would imagine up until this point, they were like, y'all are pretending there's zombies outside so y'all can make us go into lockdown. What? So this kind of would throw these people off because what they aren't thinking is y'all release the zombies outside to make us go into lockdown, right? Right. Um, I just thought it was like a cool psychological moment. Um, at any rate, so uh, dude is like, Fuck it, they ain't leaving. Fuck them up. And then huh. they put out the tear gas yep.
0: and they were I'm surprised they ain't hit they ain't hit it with the beanbags.
1: The fact that they have gas grenades and non-lethal measures shows you how good they have it in Commonwealth. Yes. Cause any other Walking Dead community, they would shoot you because that's what we have is guns.
0: Right. We that's don't how have they gas. Put the Tasers
1: out. Yeah. Like, nah, we fuck you up. We we kill people. Everything is a one-strike law here.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is.
1: Mercer and Rosita outside the walls is broad daylight, Mm -hmm. even though it was just dark in the scene before. Right. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. And then we do watch the crowd disperse, and Connie and Kelly and them were among the crowd. Yeah, they're coughing and shit. But they never get caught. They just go home. Mm -hmm. So once again, could just be that this next scene doesn't happen to the next day for some reason. It just took that long for them to get out there, even though they showed us them leaving not you know that long before this. Anyway. So, um, basically they find out like the walkers got too close. uh she says how they get this close? They made it past these other outposts, and he says because somebody wasn't doing their job and, she, and Rosita says that seemed to be happening a lot around here. My guess that means Mercer's not in on plan B14, Mm-mm. which was probably to let the walkers pass the outpost area. yes um so uh and which makes sense because he didn't know about the rogue. Troops that were helping Sebastian that he killed. He, was he probably did loop at all. He probably thinks he squashed the problem by killing them. Yes. Well, he really didn't. Um, the corruption is too strong. So he thanks her for, you know, he's like, he apologizes to her, first of all, says, I'm sorry you had to see me kill them troopers the other day. She's like, I don't, I watch people get killed all the time. Uh, it's not a big deal. He's like, you know, I need somebody I could trust out there watching my back. And she said, Well, don't ask me because I care about my family first and if it come down to it, I'm protecting them, not you, not the Commonwealth, I can give a fuck. And he's <laughs> Right, like, you give it real. He said, I respect that and uh, I'll help you get out if you decide to leave mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, they may need to because they're going to need an escape plan if they decide to get the fuck out of here. Agreed. And right now they don't really have one. Um, they get a radio call to help some troopers fighting some zombies. They drive out there. Rosita hops in the back of the jeep once again, special effects. Like a gangster. She mans the gun turret in the back of the Jeep and it looks like Halo. If you've ever played Halo, oh. where one person can get on the fucking gun in the back. It looks so dope. And they had like the out the like z- the zoomed out shot which was for some drones. It looked amazing. Um and she, of course, was just bucking, you know, number head shots like that Rambo movie that came out a few years ago. Um, and uh, they pick up one trooper, but he is really no help because he lets his partner get killed after they done crashed the van. Once again, these, the, the, these motherfuckers are losing recipes. The, these are not the best troops. No, this is the bottom of the barrel. Like, how did you crash the van, nigga? There's nothing going on out there. It was like, draft. We're going to just draft them. So he they crashed the van. This motherfucker pull uh, one dude. Mercer tries to pull one dude in dude gets ripped in half by zombies it's very gross very cool
0: pretty cool uh
1: and then finally back at Milton's crib she is getting drunk early in the morning (laughs) so I guess this was the next day maybe that's why
0: it's the time to drink
1: maybe that's why I was light outside it was the morning it must have been the Mm -hmm. next morning so she's drinking Yumiko comes in and is like uh, and she's like, "Girl, you want a glass?" She's like, "Bitches, seven a.m. or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> like, get yourself together. And it's she's thrilly. like, "And Yuma goes like, why you tear gas my friends last night?'" And she's like, "Do you really think your son isn't invo- involved in this?" And Pamela's like, "Look, he just he just rebelling. He just young. He just, just a he's just a forty year old kid acting out." this this is what happens to all the men in my family but they eventually grow up to be great leaders he's not a killer yumiko says well i might have to defend you in court and she said well that's funny because you friends with the bitch that exposed me so how about that and then um right about then carol comes in with sebastian and says uh look i brought him home milton hugs him smacks the shit out of him and she's like did you have something to do with this and he's like no you know i'm just an easy target it's all lies and carol says well then maybe we can help each other i don't know that carol believes it's all lies on this shit and of course they know from the mansion thing that some people been going missing and dying in that house and he was the person that sent him in there right and i was correct so carol says basically look we can help each other out Um, Hornsby is after my friends outside the walls. We can we can give the people somebody to blame other than your son, right? And I think that's the way out is to basically say we'll give the people a a scapegoat. Hornsby is the one that's been going around disappearing everybody, which he is also been disappearing. He's been going
0: around fucking people up, right? Because you know it's been
1: times where everybody you know leaving he'll come and just mauled everybody down it was like well damn dog so it gives an out for everybody mm-hmm. um and that's where it essentially ends uh we got to get out of here like i said i have to go uh karen uh i would say what we were looking forward to next week but there was no preview at the end of this one was because at the time they were promoting interview with a vampire and we weren't recording that mm-hmm. so uh we'll be back next time we do one of these recaps i yes. hope y'all did enjoy this i hope y'all did definitely let us know leave us a comment all that stuff because uh you know we're doing this literally for y'all um and it is work and i know it's a year late but i hope y'all enjoying it anyway all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Bye.